Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. All right. I'm your host today. This is Dennis Brewster. John's off today. So um, Larry's going to sit in with me. Instead of taking phone calls, he's going to sit in here. So th- that's a good, cool this thing. Is, yes. Yeah. You get to call in, and you don't even have to call in. You, we, well, you can just talk Larry to will answer the phone. There you go. <laughs> Not Larry. Charlie will answer the phone. Larry's going to sit in here with me for the first little bit, and uh, appreciate that. Um, I just want to let you know there's a lot of people that help us out here. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Uh, we have American National Insurance and Arc Electric. Um, those are the sponsors, and I just really appreciate those guys. And today I got a question of the day, and that is, what job in your home that you're doing do you think you shouldn't have done and you should have hired someone to do? Because um, I had this thing that was text that was sent to me, and, and it's about, and, and this goes along with, we could use it for drive radio too, but a customer calls in and says, I, I asked to have some work done, and the guy told me the job is $1,500. So I, and he says, well, that's awful high. And so he says, well, how much do you think it should cost? And the homeowner said, $800 max. It's a pretty simple job. Okay, for in $800, the, the, the salesman says, I'll, you could do it yourself. He goes, okay, I'll teach you how to do it yourself. So besides saving you eight seven hundred dollars, you'll get the knowledge for the next time. And and the customer says, well, it seems right to him, and he agreed to it. But to get started, you need to get some tools. You need to go buy some tools. Imagine that, huh? Right, you're right, because you got to have the tools to do the job. You need a welder, a grinder, chop saw, drill press, welding hoods, gloves, you know, basic stuff. And he says, well, I don't have this equipment. How can I buy these for just one job? And the and the guy says, well, then I can, for then another $300, I'll rent you my stuff so you can do it. And the customer says, okay. And he says, okay, Tuesday, um, I'm waiting for you to start to do this work, but I can't on Tuesday because I only have time today. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm only available on Tuesdays to teach you and lend you my stuff. Other days are busy with other customers. Okay, that means I'm going to have to sacrifice my Tuesday and give up my tasks. Yeah. Yep, you are. I forgot. To do your job yourself, you also have to pay for the non-productive factors. That is, what is that? Barox, um, well, you got tax, you got security, you got insurance, you got fuel, you know, stuff that we have to do to, to do this. Oh, no, but, I, but to accomplish these taxes, I'm going to spend more money and waste a lot of time. Right. Do you have them? You can do it for me before, okay? So, you know, the basic problem I'm trying to get to is sometimes we think, well, it's such an easy job, but do you have the knowledge, the skill, the tools to do these kind of jobs? And a lot of people say no, right? Well, that goes with everything. I mean, not just home home repairs or car repairs, everything. Right. You don't have the knowledge, the the tools, the skills to do all of it. You're going to have to pay somebody. You need your computer work done. If you don't have this knowledge and the skills to do it, you're going to have to pay somebody to come in and take 
they what do look you get? at it. Yeah, or else you're going to mess it up. Exactly. And and I've had that happen too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the shop, I would do that. I would try to fix it myself and make a bigger mess and yeah. cost me more money doing it. And yeah. When I first got into you know owning my own shop, um, we were having trouble with the computer, and I went to fix something, and I it I don't know I deleted a whole bunch of information, <laughs> and it wasn't good. You know. So my point is, is sometimes we'll, that's what we do. We we go in to do something, a job, and we think, well, this is easy, and we start to do it, and then we get halfway into it, and we realize, well, we got to call somebody because this is too deep, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, or, and, or something as simple as plumbing. Oh, yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, plumbing's easy. Yeah. I've never done a plumbing job myself that when I started at the, at the beginning of some place, I ended up all the way through the, the project because things break. Right. Or, you know, like I, um, I put a pressure test tank in not too long ago because they wanted $1,800 to do it. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and, and I know how to solder and stuff. But even if you know how to solder, I mean, I still ran into problems where I could not get a couple of the pipes to seal. Yep. Uh, and they just kept doing it. And then I had to cut. And then now I have to cut back. And then I didn't have enough pieces to, fin you know, to extend it back up. So what I had to do is I had to stop. I had to run all the way back into town to get parts, and, and we're 30 minutes out. So everything I went to do was not an easy job. It was back and forth, back and forth, you know. And, and I, a job that I thought should only take me an hour took me all day. That's and, typical. Right? It is. It is. And so if you're listening, give us a call about this. I'd love to hear your story. 303-477-5600. A job that you thought you should do you think you could do, but realize that you should have paid for it if you have that? Yep. Yeah. And it happens. Every one of us has stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes we think, oh, you know, it's just a simple thing. I got all the tools and I have this stuff and, and you know, I can, I can do this. I've seen this done before. I can YouTube it and see how it works. And then you get into it and you realize, I think I'm in too deep. And now I got to call somebody. And when they get there, they're like, oh, no, you really <laughs> messed this up. This is going to cost more money than you should have just called me, and it would have been a lot less. And you just raised another interesting question, YouTubing. Yes. There's not, you don't, you don't always get the same correct information on YouTube. Right. And it, it can lead you down a path that's going to cost you a ton of time and money. Right. Because not everybody has to be qualified to be on YouTube to talk about that job. No, there's a lot that aren't qualified, period. Right. And they just, they just get on there to spout off. Just, yeah. And, and you need to be, you know, like in our business, when we talk on the phone to someone, you know, we had to be knowledgeable. Uh, we had the experience and everything down the line. And we've seen almost everything happen. But, you know, if you don't have that kind of information, you can, anybody can get on YouTube and just say, a guy that does home repairs at home... Uh, can not be experienced and not even have a license and, and just go through and, and put a YouTube together about fixing a diesel truck, say, you know, and he's never even worked on one, but he could put something together to say this is how it goes. And they don't have to be, there's no one out there that says you need to have a license or you better be experienced or you better have a degree in this. Well, now this <clears throat> yes, I have a coin to that. <clears throat> if you do your own repair and that repair would fail, and cause additional damage to your house? It's not covered. It's your problem. Yeah, because insurance isn't going to pay for that. No, we had not. Paul Lewenberg on not too long ago, and he was talking about that. You know, because if, if you can't track back to who did it professionally and, and you did it the proper way, then it's going to be damaging. 
Well, there's there's certain codes for building repairs, whether it be electrical or plumbing or whatever, and there's reason for that. And if you don't follow those codes, that, and most of us don't because we don't know what they are, yeah, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Yep. I'm working with a general contractor right now, a guy that does that for a living, and I just he asked for some help, and I went in and I was helping him, and um, he he would talk. We, I can't remember what we got into, and I said, "Why did they do this? This doesn't make any sense." He goes, "Dennis, that's the new, the new uh, laws or new regulations. This is what you have to do now when you're in here." Yep. And I'm like, "Why?" And he goes, "Well, I don't know why." Somebody said that this is the best way to go about it, that you have to do it this way, so that's the way we got to do it. And I'm like, well, I didn't do that on my house, and my house is older. And he goes, well, that's right, because your house is older. This house, because it's, it's getting this new update, we have to follow these rules right here. Well, and even with that, with an older house, if you do any improvements, yeah. you have to new, use the new codes right. on that. And some of that stuff just drive you crazy. Right. Um, as an example, if you're going to rent a house out yes then you have to have uh, spoke detectors and you have to have all these other things that we never had before right see that's 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 actually what it was it was there was a smoke detector in every room yeah and i said why is there a smoke detector in every room why don't you just have it in the main hallway where you know when smoke's going to gather it's going to gather in there you know and he goes because the new regulations say you have yep. to have it in every room and this customer was selling their house. These guys sold their house, so they went and bought battery-operated ones and put them in every room. But, you know, how do we as consumers find that out, that we have to have that, but we don't unless you go to do remodels or sell? Right. Unless you work with a contractor. Right. And he would know. And he would know. Yeah. Right. Because we won't know. Just, exactly. Yeah. And it changes all the time. Uh, yeah. Every year, he says, he has to go in there and find out what changed. Yeah. And, and everything is different because in, in Arapahoe County, it's one thing. Albert County is another. Douglas County is another. Denver is another. So everything changes, right? Yep. And uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's where it's important. If you're going to get a contractor, you want to have a contractor from your area. That way they know exactly what's going on that they need to know. Because if, if you're in Adams County and you get a contractor from Jefferson County, he's going to do the stuff that he knows from Jefferson County that may not apply to Adams County. Right. Right. And, it, and, and who knows why they do this, and it's not all the same all over no. the place, but it's what you need to do is what you, you need to go to your county, you need to find out what the rules and regs are in that area, and then that takes time. You know, the, the, to me, I always look at things when I go to do something, do I want to spend that kind of time fixing that? And, and, and it's hard to estimate your kind of time if you don't do that job all the time. You know? Well, exactly. It's not gonna, you're not going to be able to do it in an hour if you only do it one time a year. Right. But if you do it every day, yeah, you can do it in an hour. Yeah, we know how to do it. Just yep. like when I looked at the pressure tank, I thought, well, oh, this should only take me an hour. Oh, no. No. Nope. It was an all-day thing, and it's, it's, I almost wish now I would have paid it, the other, just to get it done. Yeah. Because my time is more valuable, and that's what you need to decide. How, how valuable is your time and money spent, you know? You know, just like an oil change. You know, people think, oh, it's easy to change oil on a car. But then when you go to do it, and then you make the big mess, and then you got to clean that up, and then you got the oil to get rid of, and then, you know, just the whole nine yards, it's, it takes a lot more time than you think. And it'd be better just to take your kids and go to a movie. And that's what I used to tell people. <laughs> Let us do the oil change, and, and we'll get rid of the oil. You won't have any mess to clean up. You're all done. 
We'll tell you when your next oil change is. We'll put a little sticker on the window, and you don't have to worry about it. And go take your kids to a movie or take them to the park or go do something with the ch children and have a good time. Yep. Right? <clears throat> much, much easier. It is. It is. So if you have any questions like this, like we've been talking about, if you want to do something and you realized it was too big of a job for you, please give us a call. Let us know what that job was or, or what you think the job that you shouldn't even try to tackle is and that you would call somebody. You know, just any of those. But give us a call here. You're on Fix It Radio, 303-477-5600. Uh, we're going to, I think we can go ahead and go take, take a break. So you're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Rather than struggling, you can expand your business with John Rush as your personal business coach. No matter what business you're in, it's always a mistake to wait, hold off, and see what happens. Now is the time to move forward. Two of John's clients are expanding right now, moving into new industries because they see an opportunity. John believes that as long as you fill a need, there's no reason not to grow. Send an email to John at RushToReason.com and run your ideas by him today. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio, and we'd love to have your calls. Uh, if you have any questions about anything around the house, um, anything you got, um, electrical, uh, plumbing, framing, drywall, anything, really, just give us a call, 303-477-5600. Um, we were talking about it, about how sometimes people think, well, I could do this job myself, and then we get in there, and myself included, and you get in there and you realize, well, I'm way over my head. And I need to call somebody. And I was reading this thing about, um, actually, Bill from Arc Electric sent this to me about it, about a person that says, well, your job's too much, and I'm just going to do it myself. And then as they start going through it, 
And the one thing I, I wanted to talk about was, okay, he says, you're going to, um, I'll have to make you all the material you need. I'll make you a list. And the truck loading is done on Monday evening or Tuesday morning. You'll have to come over to my house about 6 o'clock, and we're going to load the truck. <laughs> and don't forget to be on time to avoid traffic jams and, and things like that. So at 6, nope, too early for me. I'm used to getting up later. Well, too bad. You know, I've been thinking, you better get the job done. I'd rather pay you the 1500 <laughs> <laughs> if you had to, if I had to. It, would, it wouldn't be perfect, and it would cost me a lot more. And that's true, right? When you pay for a job, especially handicrafted, you pay not only for the material you use, but also for knowledge, experience, study, tools, services, time to go, punctuality, accountability, professionalism, accuracy, and guaranteed. Yep. You know, so if you think about that, right, knowledge, you know, they have the knowledge to do the job, experience, because they've, as they've done, you know, They've done this job before. They have that experience. Um, they do the study, meaning they go into the, the counties to find out what the regs are and everything that we've been talking about and what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do and when you need a permit, when you don't need a permit. They have the tools that they go out and buy them. And how many times, did, you know, a technician today probably spends $10,000 in tools just keeping up. Oh, annually, tools. yeah. Yeah, annually. Yeah, just to keep up, right? Yep. When I first got married, my wife was shocked at me back in the 80s when I was spend five to seven thousand dollars in tools you know a yeah. year you know just to keep up yep you need a socket you need a socket um you know things change you know manufacturers change how they do things they find a better way to do it they say that saves the the uh manufacturing of the car cheaper you know i remember uh years ago i don't know if you remember this but toyota did a study that they said they would drop a screwdriver right it cost them over a million dollars in manufacturing when they dropped that school screwdriver. Really? Yeah, so they changed the way they did things. Interesting. And yeah, yeah. Um, that was back in the 80s or 90s. But, you know, uh, punctuality, that's another thing. You know, the guy, if a guy shows up, he has to show up on time because he's got to schedule himself to get that job done to get to another job because he has to keep his business going. That's how he makes his money, sure. Yeah, and <clears throat> as a as a... Homeowner, I like it when they're punctual. You know, uh, when my well went out, I called the guys up and I said, you know, okay, what time are you guys going to be here? We'll call you and let you know. We're going to get you scheduled for, uh, for Tuesday. We'll let you know where we're going to be there. I'm like, okay. And then they called me on Sunday night and said, you know, we have an opening tomorrow. We're going to be there at 9 o'clock. And they showed up right at 9 o'clock. And I like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. There's too many other companies out there that will tell you, well, we'll give you a two-hour window. We'll be there between 11 and 1. Yes. You never hear from them. They don't show up. No calls. No, no nothing. calls. Nothing. And you're yeah. sitting here going, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And, I, and, you know, you want other things you might have to do. And you've yep. got to respect people's time. Um, that's That drops right into accountability. You know? Can well, I <clears throat> that's one of my, my pet peeves is people aren't responsible enough in what they do to be punctual. Right. To be accountable for, for what they're doing. Right. And if you can find a company that you want to work with. That does that, right? Stay with them. Yep, and that's why you know you got to do your research. And that's you where, know? like Arc Electric, yeah, I would recommend them wholeheartedly for that reason. Right. They actually, it's so cool how they do their their stuff because we were waiting for them to come out to do an electrical bid, and and we we're cleaning up and doing demolition in this house and stuff, and the the guy that I'm working with, he says, oh, I just got a text. They said Bill is on the way. 
And then he goes, I got another text. He's 10 minutes out. And then he got another, says, oh, he's at the front door. <laughs> that was really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it was right at the time that he was supposed to be there. So that's professionalism. Yes, it is. Yes. And accuracy, you know, when, when people come in, you know, and that was a big thing about estimates. You know, I, when you give me an estimate, I want to know what it is. And don't go, oh, now we need this. You know, that gets hard. I know that happens. But, you know, you need to know ahead of time. You know, it could be a possible little bit more and stuff. So it's... Yeah, that all comes into play when you when you get somebody to come out and do that estimate final repair because if you're told it's going to cost you five thousand right. dollars and you save up and you plan for that and then all of a sudden it's another five hundred dollars or another thousand dollars for something else that they didn't see or didn't recognize, that hurts. Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. And um, I also like a guarantee. Yeah. That they're going to do my job. And I, like you were saying, I like to know that if something was to happen to my house that I'm not going to be the one responsible for it, that it could be taken care of and, and, and the insurance company is not going to deny me to fix my house. Well, the peace of mind is just huge. Oh yeah. Very huge, huge. Yep. And it does this, this goes on to say, you know, patents, sacrifices, safety and security payments of tax obligations, you know, all the other stuff that they have to do and no one can, uh, you can't really, Put a price on all that when someone knows how to do the job right, you know. Well, and that goes back to doing, you know, if you have somebody that's a do-it-yourselfer and he works out of his house and you expect things to be done correctly and it doesn't happen that way, you have no recourse. Right. Whereas if you have a bonded, licensed repair person, they're going to be responsible for what they do. And if something happens and goes wrong, they'll take care of it. Right. And we have Steve from Geno's joining us right now. So. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Long drive. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks Sorry, for joining coming. us. Yeah, I think the bonded thing is the most interesting thing because you realize that if you, especially the, the electrical guy, right? if he, you know, if he hooks something up wrong and your house burns down, you know, if you do it yourself, you're not covered. Right. But that exactly. bonded guy, the electrician that pays that insurance will build you a house. Rebuild your house or fixes it to he turns well, his it to insurance, insurance will his yeah. insurance will and and that's the that's the difference between doing it yourself and and causing a problem like that right. right and that's the key is having insurance to make sure that whoever's working on your house does have insurance to cover that because if they do make a mistake and let's face it we're all human we can make mistakes they'll have a, a means to cover it, whereas if they're not insured. You're in trouble and, and that's why you've got to ask for it and not only ask for it but see it. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, if they don't have it with them, I kind of like to see what you got because I don't want you doing work on my house without. Well, it wouldn't hurt a bit to find out who their insurance company is and call to make yeah. sure it's still valid. Right. Yeah, because it's it's important because if they're working on your house and they say, well, I do have insurance, and then later on you find out that they don't and something has happened, well, you hired them in good faith, but that doesn't mean anything when it comes down to paying for the house. No, it doesn't. And yeah. you can, you know, anybody can get an insurance card. Right. And then they cancel the insurance a week later. Yeah, that happens in the auto industry a lot. Yes, it does. Yeah. And then they show you their, their insurance card, and you think, oh, that's good. Well, if you don't call and verify it, it may not be so good. Right. Right. So, so you have all these people, like in my house, I'm doing a, a kitchen remodel. So there's different contractors that are coming in, electricians and cabinet installers and floor people. But do each one of them have bonded and insured? Something you should check. I didn't. 
but yep. it's really it's a it's a good idea. Is it that is. just a guy? Is this a guy that just comes in and does floors? You don't know who he is, really. I mean, you know he does good work, but do you know? <laughs> your your neighbor said, "Hey, I used them, and they did yeah. they did great for us." But, so uh, so you're having the work done. Uh-huh. You didn't want to do it, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, and I think there's uh, some you guys are talking about too. There's a not only all the other stuff, but there's a talent. Right. So there's yes. there's a guy that did the uh, that did the texture on the ceiling. You know, we made different holes and stuff. That's a talent. Yeah. To to do a knockdown texture, get up there, and yes. also make it look like the other side. You know, you know, it, and it's that old saying. You know, you've done something ten thousand times or whatever. You know, right. you, you're and and you have to do that to be. You know, the, the, I mean, I can buy. I bought texture. I mean, it's it. Ace or Home Depot, you know, and you can do it, but it ain't gonna look like what he did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's when you know your skill set, and and you need to know you need to know what can I really do, and how well can I do it? Because, like you say, it has to match the other half. Yep. And if it doesn't, yeah, it, it looks really bad. Looks great. I mean, the guy who did it, it looks great, and I yeah. know if I did it, it would look bad. And then I, you know, I painted I painted the 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 room, and I've slapped a lot of paint on walls. I mean, I I'm okay. You know, and but I had to I had to go back through where I just I mean I, and I'm you know obviously I'm a little more pickier than the average guy too at some things but you know I probably redid the corners because the knockdown's really hard I probably did it three times before I got it I want way I wanted it and then, you know that took a lot of time if I had had a professional painter he'd have been yeah. in and out knocked it in and out so it was a matter of you know if you know my time was worth it or not and and right. you know when it you know if you think. An average person, whatever, a couple hundred bucks a day you make, maybe 500, you know, yeah. is it worth it to just go to work and make that money and pay somebody else to do it? Right. <laughs> and the hassle. And <laughs> Years ago, when I moved into the house in Northland, I was going to finish the basement. Uh-huh. So I'm putting up the sheetrock and, you know, hanging all that stuff and doing I'm, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm a young guy. I could do all this. not a big deal. And then it comes to taping the sheetrock off. Guess what? I made a mess. <laughs> No, I, I have to say the ditto to that. Because <laughs> no, when we a, moved into our house and I did our basement, and I, w- I tell you what, I was trying to tape it. It just looked bad, and I was trying to mud it. And I I can put the drywall up, and I can get it tight and everything. But, oh, my gosh, the mudding, that's an art. And and I finally just got to a point. I finally hired someone. I just said, I just can't do this. I hired someone to do I tried. I put mud on one wall, and I think it. I put so much on there, I was sanding for, <laughs> for days. And finally, I just said, I'm hiring someone to do this. And. My wife found a, a mutter that was off work because he got injured. Right. So he's trying to get back into it. So he wanted to do small jobs to start with. So he built up the stamina. So I brought him in to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I spent weeks trying to mud my basement. Right. And messed it all up. In and out in one day looked perfect. I know. People that know how to do that stuff, that's what they do. Right. And that's why you use those, those individuals. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if you don't get the mudding right and then you go and spray the texture on... It really looks bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bricklayers are the other one. Yeah. Brick, oh, brick, yeah. There's some talent there. And you pay for that. You have to pay for that. Yeah. Well, you look at a brick wall and you go, I can do that. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's just it's straight. Yeah. I, got a, I have a level. Yeah. <laughs> I can get this straight. I got, I got string and I got it's level. Ugly. I've seen it on TV. Yeah. yeah. About, but there is a about three bricks up, it looks really bad. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what you you're doing. You get that high, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all, the, all that stuff is is in is. I think that's what's happening in our society is we are losing a little bit of, of, uh, of value to those people, right? You know, to to us and to those people in general that you know that have this talent and there's there's is a cost to it and we're losing them. Oh. Nobody's going to trade schools. People aren't going to, 
you know, so there's, there, you know, those talented people are going to be fewer and fewer. I mean, it, it's taken me, I started this kitchen in sometime in October. I still won't have a kitchen until middle, uh, till almost Christmas. So I still got two or three more weeks. Um, and that, you know, is because the, the talent pool is not out there as much. So I have to wait for that guy to be ready. I got to wait for the floor guy, you know, and yeah. I got to wait for the electrician guy who's, you know, so you have to find that talented person. And luckily I can wait. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but right. no kitchen. That's where a general contractor comes in. <clears throat> You know, and to organize. Yeah, because we don't want to pay for that, but that guy is talented because he's scheduling as they're going. He doesn't want any downtime. He wants to keep that project moving along. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and what they're doing, and like my general is doing, he's, you know, he's got four or five projects going. Right. You know, he's got a fingers over here and fingers over there. And that's the only way that he can do it. And, yeah. you know, and his, you know, he would say, uh, you know, I'd have a book of my floor guys. Right. Well, I have four or five floor guys. Well, now that's one or two. Right, you know, or yeah. four or five plumbers. Now it's one or two, and so so that gets pushed down, and that hit. So his his uh, his contact list, or whatever you want to call it, his his, his go to guys. Yeah, and that's the talent that they bring in. They know right. who can do it, and when they can do it, and how they can do it, and they'll do it for the good, a decent price and fair price. And yeah, all right. If you have any questions, we're three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Fix It Radio. Your home insurance should include the stuff inside your house, too. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance, remains one of very few agents who will sit down with you and ask specific, detailed questions, making sure that in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. After a fire, you won't only need a new place to live, you'll also need to replace your gun collection and your jewelry. In those situations, you don't want to work with an agent you found online. You want to talk to someone who knows you, someone who will take the initiative to call and see how you're doing. Even in less disastrous situations, such as accidentally dropping your wedding ring down the sink, the proper coverage with Paul will make you financially whole. Paul Lewinberger can't relieve the emotional loss of a family heirloom, but he will make sure that you can replace your possessions at their full financial value. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loan to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30 People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by door, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Rather than struggling, you can expand your business with John Rush as your personal business coach. No matter what business you're in, it's always a mistake to wait, hold off, and see what happens. Now is the time to move forward. Two of John's clients are expanding right now, moving into new industries because they see an opportunity. John believes that as long as you fill a need, there's no reason not to grow. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com and run your ideas by him today. 
And we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio, and we were just talking about Steve off air here about some of the stuff that has to happen with an electrician. Like you were talking about a new upgraded plugs. You have to change all your plugs out. Yeah, so the plugs have to have that little, uh, kind of like a little door, yeah. the way it looks to me, uh, where you can't just push it through the uh, plug in. Uh-huh. And I have a funny story about that. I found that out the hard way. You did? Um, when I was a little boy, I, I used to run around with a coat hanger. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, you know, the ones we used to get had a double loop. Right. Well, that fits perfectly in the socket. Uh-huh. And, and, and I found that out when I <laughs> knocked me on my backside there. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, all those have to be changed. And then there's other things that you don't think about. So, you know, uh, so you don't have that live wire or a wire that you can't get to. There's some areas where they had to put in a little junction box that needs to be accessible. Uh-huh. And, you know, and those are just things, little things that they, that needs to be done. And, you know, at the end of the day, most of those codes are really done for your safety yeah. and for, you know, and accessibility. So they put in a little box that's in a, in a cabinet that's going to be behind dishes, you know, what, yeah. do I, what do I care? You know, yeah. so if something ever fails in that area and it, you know, it's because the wire is not long enough. Right. We're rewiring. So we need so to go do to a junction a, box. Got to go to junction yeah. box where yeah. it can come out. Yeah. And I totally agree. And, you know, and I wouldn't know that. Right. And, and uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be right. And those things are important. Yeah. You know, like when I was doing this demolition this week, I found live wires behind the wall when we were taking off drywall. And I'm back there with a the pry bar popping the drywall sure. off thinking, oh, that was nice. You know, it could get yeah. electrocuted, you know. So we got David from Berthoud. How are you doing, David? Hey, good morning, guys. I just, can I pipe in on that conversation which you are talking about the trades and so forth and sure. the insurance? You bet. I in a former life of about, oh, golly, 15, 20 years ago, I was, in the, I, I was an estimator for a restoration company, and we did our, our uh, front line was all high-end remodels for homes. Yeah. And so I'm, I got to know all our trades in that when I did the estimating, and I was the insurance guy for our company that would not uh, – I, I would negotiate the contracts for the homeowner in our company and um, get the build backs. Where I'm going with that is every, many of the estimates that I would do were, um, I think 25% of them were because of homeowner neg- um, ne- negligence of ability. Really? <laughs> it's 25%. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was a very high. It, this one fella that I, we uh, estimated this uh, house fire was because it was a two story house, slab foundation. He had a leak on an outside water bib faucet, and he decided to fix it himself. So he opened his wall up, and when he was torching it, he didn't do the precautions to sweat the pipes, and the flame shot up, the ch- not the chase, but the uh, between the studs, and it caught on fire. Really? That up wall went upstairs, and I mean, it was, uh, at the time, this was 90, probably 99, 1999, and it was about uh, it was about a hundred, almost two hundred thousand dollars to get the house back because of all the smoke. Uh, it, oh there yeah, so many problems <clears throat> that occurred. But and it, it's always and it was negligent. It's um, I'm trying to put some words to this. We think we know what we're doing when we're getting into it, and then we destroy what we're working on. <laughs> right, and be it electrical, be it the plumbing, um, all all those things. But the the, um, the the biggest characteristics of failure were when trades 
cross over thinking they want they know what they're doing and this is not an insult to this but i'm gonna no. state it what we used to call it plumbers <clears throat> when they get beyond the structural aspects of a project and they they move in to say hey i don't need that stud there they are carpenters gone bad yeah. right. because they will cut a framing member out i had a lady go <clears throat> well my bathtub uh, my ceiling's dropping my in my garage i said ma'am What's happening every time you fill that bathtub up, you're adding a gallon of water weighs about 8.63 pounds per gallon. And I don't know how much that bathtub holds, but you've got a lot of weight going on there. <clears throat> That's why that sags in your garage. They cut your they cut the uh, they they cut the joists out. Yeah. There's no joist. The right. only thing holding that bathtub is the drain. And at that time, it was a I think it was a metal would have been cast iron in that particular right. house. Right. Man, that's all. That's only reason that bathtub's up there. Well, <laughs> yes. I can't afford it. I, <laughs> so, yeah. I could tell stories all day long of the mistakes oh. that I, that I would see. But what you were saying about doing a tearing out a kitchen, I decided I would save my dime. But I knew all the trades. So my house that I had was built in '56, and it had swirl ceilings, which oh. I realized was a very attractive finish. But it took skill to do that. And when we tore out the cabinets, um, there was a fur down, and I wanted cabinets all the way up, so we tore all the fur downs out. And when they came in, I, I called him, and I said, this is what I want to do. He blended the swirls that you could not tell from 1956 to, to, to 2000. You couldn't see the difference. Really? It was that well done. And that's a beautiful skill set. But yes. we – We've, and I'll insult all of us possibly when I say this, but we've McDonaldized or Walmartized trades. Right. Trades are so valuable. And um, I'm 60, almost 62. And every, our, I work, a company I work for, we hire electricians. Those are hard to find. We're commercial. They're very hard to find. And when you find them, you realize they're, they're invaluable because you'll go through 10 guys trying to get one good tradesman. Right. Sometimes. The electricians are the hardest ones. <clears throat> yes. That, that seems to be that. Well, there's so much knowledge they have to have. Right. Uh, oh. The code. code and everything. Yeah. And then plus just to have the physical and mental ability to understand what you're doing. It's, and, and most yeah, electricians, I, like, they're going around to different counties, so they got to know each county's different electrical code book, so to speak. And when you when you speak of ARC, I don't know them, but I will vouch when I hear that about being on time in that. We have too much tech. We have too many good technological aspects to keep us accountable when we're in a trade right and if we don't use it you can't compete sometimes and it is competition but at the end of the day it's reputation the timeliness and did they do it by did they get it fixed right right so i'm i'm just giving war stories but i just wanted to pipe in because um uh, the i can do a lot of things in my lifetime i've tackled a lot and um I remember trying to sweat a pipe underneath my house. It was a pyramid beam, and it was a main leak. I could get it, but I had learned that I had not learned the skill of blocking the water 100. percent And yeah. I had I had the plumber come in, and they they fixed it in five seconds, literally. You know, and I'm like, it was worth the, at the time. It was probably a 200 um, house call, but it was well worth paying, right? Because they right. fixed it. But yep. most most people and don't so, want to pay the they want me to pay the five seconds worth, not the. You know what I mean, yeah. and and that's hard. No, it's, it's hard to just that people just. Well, you're only here for a few minutes, but you know. It's, yeah, but it's the skill set that gets them there. Yeah. 
Well, it's like going. It's uh, well. That's I've got a. I have a rental I'm working on right now. I got to go back to it today. But I got underneath there, and I, I'm not a huge fan of shark bites. Mm-hmm. You have copper pipes, and the main line coming into the house. And I discovered this due to some other issue. And I got under there, and it's a foot long piece of uh, shark bite for the wa- house for the supply line. And this has a crawl space. And I thought. That thing could fail, so I'm getting it. I'm going to have a, a, a master plumber come in and just sweat me a whole new line with a ball valve, right? And uh, right, get that get that out of the way. Right, then it's less of a problem for me in the future. Right. So anyway, yeah, the shark, shark bites have a time in its place. You yeah. know, there, there's areas, but on a main line, I don't think I'd feel good about that. No, no. Sure, maybe under the sink <laughs> where you could see it, but yeah, yeah you know, and yeah. Or, or a water heater, yeah. possibly, or something. Or a but, temporary repair. Yeah. That's but, how I look but, at it. Yeah. David, temporary. thanks. Yeah. David, thanks yep. for calling in. It was good stuff. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See you have bye. a good day. All right. And, you, you know, like, I'm doing a demolition, right? We take these, we take this uh, sink out, the kitchen sink, right? And they had cut the whole cabinet from top to bottom down to because they're piping. And they made their own thing and stuff. And so I turned to the, con- the this guy that we're doing this, I'm helping I go, wow, what are you going to do about that? He goes, I ain't going to do nothing about it. I call a plumber. He has to fix it because mm. I, I don't do plumbing. And I'm like, that's good that he knows his skill set, you know? And sometimes, like he was saying, some of these guys cross over. Oh, I can go in there and I'll just fix this. No, you're not going to fix this, you know, because you're going you're gonna to make it worse. I can tell, yeah. you know. What I think as a homeowner, you need to be understanding in that too. So, you, you know, so you're down the sink and right. you're waiting for a plumber. So you're pressuring your general because you want your home back yeah and so you're pressuring you have to understand that that's not his skill set it's better you're better off in the end to wait that extra two or three days yeah because he might go well i better get this done so i'm going to try it myself you're, you're, yeah you know you're taking heat and i yeah. you know and, i get that yeah and, and i would totally understand why you'd you know but you have to understand that this is something that needs to be done by somebody else not him <laughs> that someone knows what they're doing and yeah. knows how water it's supposed to go and and you think oh water just flows downhill but then they have drains they have they have drains, they have traps, they have vents that go up, and you have to have so much vents for so much. You know, the, there's there's rules and regs for that too. You know, you think just a plumber, but you can't just be a plumber, electrician. You can't be. I mean, to be all of that would be very difficult. I'd be, you know, like like they say, a handyman could be doing all that, but you know what? No, because a handyman should be a licensed electrician then, mm-hmm. because if you know, like when you know, like Bill Anderson with Arc Electric. That's one of the sponsors. He taught electrical mm-hmm. classes. So you know he knows what he's talking about, you know, because he got in there. He was a teacher, and he he I, knows the codes. And to tell you about him, you know, he was uh, – David was talking about the uh, communication and stuff. They actually send me an email. They'll also send me a text generally a day or two before I get it. Then they'll send me a text of the day that they have a person coming out. And then they come – you know, so, you know, while well, he was talking about the technology, yeah. there really shouldn't – we really should be, you, you, I should know well, that you're going to be here and when you're not going to be yeah. here and, and those things. Because we don't really, you know, it, we, and, do, we don't need to, we need to know those things and those are right. To know. Yeah. And see, they have a, they have some kind of a system that's pretty cool because like we were waiting for him to show up on Thursday mm-hmm. and we got a text that he was leaving the one job. We got another text that he was 10 minutes out and then we got another text that mm-hmm. he was at the door. Like, Wow. What was our, our ours was pretty funny. I don't know if it was a text or in the email, but it was telling us about one of Bill's one of Bill's guys that's going to be there, and actually was telling us that uh, 
what he likes to do, <laughs> and uh, yeah. oh, he likes the Rockies, and uh, oh, how cool, I, or, yeah. and, I, and some a couple other things. It's kind of fun fact. So I came in. Oh, you like the Rockies? Great, you know. <laughs> I saw him. You know. So, well, they're personalizing it. Yeah, and, and that's you know, that's professionalism. Part, part of making the experience, and I'm sure it's the same texting yeah. programs we have for auto shops that yeah. can do the same things. That, yeah. You know. If we'd like to, but <laughs> we'll get more into that. Unfortunately, that's the one skill that we seem to forget is communications. Yeah, hold on to that thought. We're going we're to talk about that next. Um, you're listening to Fix It Radio, 303 477 If you have any questions, give us a call. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Rather than struggling, you can expand your business with John Rush as your personal business coach. No matter what business you're in, it's always a mistake to wait, hold off, and see what happens. Now is the time to move forward. Two of John's clients are expanding right now, moving into new industries because they see an opportunity. John believes that as long as you fill a need, there's no reason not to grow. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com and run your ideas by him today. And we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio. And we were just talking, you know, like, I think, you know, like, like what we're talking about Arc Electric, how, how professional that was to know that they're coming and stuff. And I think there's been a little bit of a lack. My wife and I were having this conversation this morning about businesses that some of these businesses and, and, and even, I don't know, people, they, they just need to manage their businesses better, I think. This is my personal opinion. I went into Lowe's last week. We we had to go in there for a little bit, and I needed a new pair of gloves, and I go where they used to keep them because I've gone in there and bought my first pair there, 
And they were in the garden area, and they said, oh, no, they're in aisle 16. I go to aisle 16. They're not there. That guy says they're in aisle 2, batches back over into garden area. And I'm like, no, they're not there. I was there. So I start walking to the store myself to try to find the place. What's going on? And I find gloves. Oh, I went to paint, too, to find a mask. Oh, and yeah. she says, oh, we don't, we're all out. They'd be right there on that shelf right there that's empty, and we're all out. So we don't have any. I'm like, you don't have any masks. And I, I go, well, you know, this type of what our world is in right now, yeah, I can see we might not have any masks. Sure. So I go looking around myself, and, and uh, I go to aisle 16, like I said, and they're not there. And I'm walking around, walking around, and I stumble upon gloves, a whole thing of gloves, a whole aisle, of, you know, like three, four bays of gloves, masks, and earplugs, <laughs> all in one area. So it's like the safety stuff got moved into one area, but nobody told the people that worked there because three or four people did not know where everything was. You should have got on the speaker. For the people I just asked. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. I should have done that. that I'm, I'm going to do that next, <laughs> next I time. I probably will be that guy that does that because it gets so frustrating. You go in there and, you know, like I, I like to get in a store and get out. Yeah. You know, I don't like to walk around and look at, although, you know, Lowe's or Home Depot is kind of fun to walk around. But yeah. I was on a time crunch. Yeah. And, and yeah. time is money. Yes. Yes. Money. And that, so when you're talking about a contractor, you know, if he's good, a general contractor or someone you're working with, and he's scheduling everything right, a homeowner, you can't do that. Because <clears throat> oh, no. you're going to a drywaller going, well, when do you think you're going to be done? Or, uh, you know, a framer, when do you think you're going to be done? Well, I might be done by Wednesday. Okay, well, I'll schedule, I'll call the electrician on Wednesday and see when he needs to be in. Well, now he's just scheduled out. Yeah. Oh, he's coming in next week. Okay. And then when he gets done, when can I get a drywall or insulation guy back in? Well, he'll be here, you know, uh, I'll wait till he's done and then, then I'll call the next guy. And then you're losing days where the general contractor knows how long it's going to take a guy to do something. And he gets in, the next guy's coming in, or else he knows to do this job over here, maybe the flooring versus this over here. You know, so it's really kind of, you know. There's an art to it. There is. Oh, that's just an organization. Yes. And thinking about it and thinking what's going on. But see, in management, you should be doing that too, right? In a store, you know, I used to love to go to, um, I lived in Aurora, and we had a, a uh, what is it, AAA? Is it, what's the... Um, Hardware stores, there's oh, Ace, Ace, Ace hardware. hardware. Yeah, they knew everything. Oh, yeah. The Ace, well, they used to. Yeah, sorry. They used to. I don't know about them now. I haven't been in but for But there's a while. one or two guys that know what a they're lot. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in Ace the other day, and, you know, the kids were pretty young, 17. Yeah. I'm like, they haven't painted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they don't know what kind of caulk you're supposed to buy for this, and they don't know right. what kind of this you're supposed to do for that. And yeah, I was trying to buy paint painter's caulk. Yes. And I said, well, this, will this cover? And, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, but that's okay. The aces are all right. Yeah. I, I seem to like them better, but there's none around me. Except for if I go to Elizabeth, and I very seldom go that way. I always go into town. But you don't see them around Lowe's and Home Depot because they can't make it with those. No, the bigger box yeah. things. Um, I have a, an ace that just opened up. I always, always hoped that one day that if I ever bought a house that I would buy it not you know if people buy houses close to their church or shopping yeah. or different things i would buy it close to a hardware store because <laughs> it's always i always grab you know and, and it's the worst thing at you know at home deal you, when you go there you, you know you better buy four or five different things that it might work right and no many how many pictures i take of something to go to the store and yeah. after i do buy it i always get the wrong one well that's so funny because i was talking about a pressure tank i had to put in right this job should only take me an hour right so i buy this pressure tank I never opened the box, what I should have done, which was wrong. 
I go to start the job and I'm making sure I have a lot of, I have a lot of copper pieces around, you know, little, the, the extensions, I got the elbows, the angles, mm -hmm. you know, I got valves, I got everything because I keep it in stock in case I need it, right? And uh, I open up the box and I realize at the bottom, the drain or the water fill where you put the pressure on, you, you hook it all up, is bigger than what I have. And so I'm like, oh, great. So I take a picture of it, I go into town and... I buy four or five different pieces that could fit, <laughs> you yeah. know. So I go back and I put that all on. I get that done and I'm going along and then all of a sudden I run out of pieces. Oh. So I have to go because I kept soldering it and it not, didn't seal. So I had to cut it off and then put a new piece of pipe on and then cut that piece and that didn't seal. And I was just having a heck of a time. And I'm glad Pam wasn't around because I would have heard that. I would have, <laughs> you should just hire someone to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm the stubborn one and yeah. I should have. Because I bet you I could have hired, you know, they could have had it done real quick. But like you say, time is worth it. Time is money. Time is money. It well, is worth it. Like Steve said earlier, it might take five seconds for a guy to do the job. Right. And you don't want to pay any more than that. Well, guess what? The five seconds is because of the experience and that he's learned over the years to do that job. Right. So you've got to pay for the skill, the knowledge, the training. Yeah. So mm -hmm. instead of five seconds, you might pay for an hour. Yeah. It's well, well worth it. It is. It is well worth it. My, my worst, uh, as, through the automotive experience, uh, had a doctor that was upset that I charged him and it didn't take very long to put his battery in. And, and then, uh, you know, it's still, I said, okay, sir, you know, just let him, let him go. But I thought, how many times do they come into your room, spend, you know, after your follow-up visit, yeah. spend like five minutes, oh, you're doing great, but they still bill it. Whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think, well, you know, and I understand, I understand that they're, they're still going to build that because I'm not just buying that five minutes. I'm buying the 12 years of education and the residencies and those things, you know, right. and, and it was uh, it's just, you have to kind of take some of that stuff. But I remember that thinking, you know, that's not what you're paying for, <laughs> right? you know, but it's what's on the bill and it's what people think and yeah. those things. They need to understand that, you know, yeah. we need, we need to just step well, back. If we don't, we... Yeah. We're losing, we're going to lose some good trade people. Yes. And we need to be better about explaining what, what you're paying for. Yeah. And yeah. we all are and, and what you're getting. Right. And, and that's why if you take the time with the people asking the right questions, that's why I send my wife in first. She asks all the questions, <laughs> you know, you know, how long is this going to be? How much is this going to cost? What materials are you going to use? You know, what's the warranty on it? What happens if this breaks in a year? Are you going to come back and fix it? You know, she asks all the right questions. I'm just like, just get it done. Get it done. Well, you know, it's like we were talking just before the break, uh, the lack of communication. The more you can com communicate with your customer, and I don't care what trade you're doing, whether right. it be automotive, house, whatever, the more you can communicate with your customer and explain what, you're, what they need to have done, the easier it is for them to make an honest decision as to whether they want to have it done. Right. And then you got to ask the, the questions, you know, about the insurance, you know, what kind of insurance, what kind of experience do you have, how long you've been doing this? Yep. Those are actually good questions to ask. You know, when we were doing this demo, um, someone had done a, a remodel in the bathroom upstairs. And as we're going through it, I mean, yeah, they did a really bad job, right? And they did like he was this, uh, David called in earlier. They had hacked the two-by-four, took it out completely, so there was no two-by-four there. And then they put the pipe in the wall, but it was behind the cabinet. We lift up the cabinet, and there's a flashlight laying underneath the cabinet. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And it was in the on position, but it was dead because sure, sure. it had been there. How long has it been there? We don't know. 
Yeah. And then um, they actually, when the, we took out the tub, when we went to take out the tub, they had this raised tub, you know, really nice, expensive tub. We go to take everything off around it, and they have a drain pan sitting in there. They had a pan from a, a, a nine by... Like a, cookie, like a cookie sheet? Cookie pan. Yeah. It, okay. it was a deep one, like for making a cake. They had that underneath the drainage stuff, and it was rusted because water had been dripping in there. So they had a water leak. But they just figured, well, it's such a small thing. We can't fix it. We'll just put this pan in there. And, <laughs> and they left it eventually in. would evaporate. Each, it wasn't yeah. enough to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we found one in the kitchen above the sink, above in the ceiling, that they did the same thing. So the tub up above was leaking. And so they just, I'm like, wow, who hired this plumber? <laughs> you know? Wow. So, and then sometimes you got to watch with, you know, you go through, you live there. You can walk around and look and see what's going on. And watch what's going on. You should have every right to walk through there and look at your house. It's your house. Sure, sure. Yeah, and you can check it out. But, you know, that's why you got to do your due diligence and check out who these people are. That's why if you if you use one of the people that we have here, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're coming on live talking about it and putting their whole mm -hmm. reputation out there to yep. say what's going on. So, you know, we have uh, Arc Electric, which is uh, Bill with Arc Electric and... Uh, you can go to the website and you can look these guys up. And you got Affordable Interest Morgan, Mortgage, uh, Kurt Rogers, and you got Paul Lewinberg, who's great. Those I mean, are already three people I've used. I know, right? Yeah, I <laughs> I've do used too. all those three. Right. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I just want to let everybody know as we're coming near to the end that um, this does air again on Sunday at three to four, and it airs again Tuesday at uh, two o'clock in yes. the in the morning. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. Okay. No, not in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Are you up at two in the morning? I don't know. I might. I might if it was on it on Tuesday. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. At our yeah. age, yeah. yeah. At our age, you never know what time we're up. We're up walking around all the time. So, um, thanks, Steve, for coming in. Welcome. You know, Thank you. and uh, see you next hour. Next hour, yes. Yeah. So I just want to remind people we're going to be going to Drive Radio next. Well, thank you for listening to Fix It Radio, and just have just have a nice day. Oh, <laughs>